0: Turn it
1: up. Bring the noise! Turn it up. Bring the noise! Yo, what up everybody? You know what it is. This is Straight the Clipper coming at you with Bring the Noise Podcast right and guess what y'all this week I'm coming at you we're gonna finally hit a duo a group that is one of the best duos to ever hit the hip-hop scene but we're gonna do a different album not one of their first four monumental albums this is their comeback album okay so the group we're gonna do is EPMD that's Eric Sermon and Parrish Smith that's right you have heard me talk about these two quite a bit you know their first album strictly business was on the top uh was in the top 10 hip hop albums from 88 i think i had it at eight i can't remember offhand but uh, i believe it was uh, number eight i have uh their single from um or their song from their sophomore album unfinished business so what you saying on my top 10 uh songs from 89 i had that at number two and you know We've been talking a lot lately. Obviously, the Redman album talked about Eric Sermon a lot. And so, you know what? I decided, fuck it, we're going to do an EPMD album. But I wanted to do a different album. So the album we're going to be doing is the album Back in Business, released September twenty third, 1997. So uh, my real rhyme or reason behind this is I wanted to do an EPMD album, and I hadn't done anything from 97 yet. And so I was kind of looking at albums, and I was like, man, I forgot about Back in Business. Now, that's a, it's a damn good album, believe it or not. It's the first album I ever bought from EPMD. It's not my favorite album from EPMD. I think their first four albums are better than this album. So, you know, you had Strictly Business in 88, Unfinished Business in 89. You had uh, Business As Usual, and then you had Business Never Personal, okay? And that was 92. So, Business Never Personal was their last album that they had as a group. I did forget to mention Business As Usual was in 1990. Um, Now, these first four albums are just incredible. You know, you had three straight years, 88, 89, and 90. You had uh, 91 off, and then they came at you in 92 with Business Never Personal. Now, They basically split up months after Business Never Personal um, dropped. I'm not going to go into the whole reason why they split up. I'll save that for when I do an artist review of these guys. Um, But nonetheless, they split up in 92, and then they went on their solo careers. So Eric Sermon had a solo album in 93. Parrish Smith had a solo album in 94. Eric Sermon had another one in 95. Um and same with uh, PMD, Parrish Smith. He had another one in 96 as well. Also, Eric Sermon had a compilation album called Insomnia. Uh, that was really dope. I believe that was 96, 95, 96, somewhere in there. And so, you know, we're talking about a five-year period without EPMD. This left a hole in hip-hop, okay? Because EPMD was one of the more, most renowned groups I mean, they always had hard hit. I mean, when I think of just like boom bap, I think of EPMD because their beats were just like this, just hard funk. You know, exactly what I said about Redman's production, even though he did it, obviously he was influenced a lot by Eric Sermon. Eric Sermon, the funk lord himself, the green eyed bandit, the E-double is an amazing producer. Uh, the Mike Doc PMD, the slow-flower, is no different. He is a pretty good, damn good producer in his own. And these two really go off each other. You heard me kind of mention with Kid and Play, what I like with them is the, the chemistry that the two had. Uh, EPMD has that as well, you know, whether it's finishing each other's verses, wrapping off one another, telling a story with both of them, telling parts of the story or, you know, different parts of the story. Nonetheless, they were always entertaining. So after five years, all of a sudden, you get EPMDs back together. Uh, and, then you know, I love the fact that it's called Back in Business. And it came out in a year when hip-hop was now like the darling, you know, of MTV. And it was definitely reaching new heights of mainstream. And it's what hip-hop needed at the time. I saw an interview with Eric Sermon and Paris Smith in 97 saying that after the events with, uh, Tupac passing away and Biggie, and they just thought that this is what hip hop needed at that time was for EPMD to get back together and release a fucking gem on the world. This, this album went gold, you know, like this, this album fared very well. People were happy EPMD was back together. Now there is speculation out there that, Russell Simmons kind of got the two together and were like, you know, there's a lot of money on the table to, to, to have between all of us. And so some people think that maybe this album was like a cash grab type thing. Um, whether it was or not, it still ended up being a good effort. And even though they hadn't released an album in five years, uh, had they continued to release albums, this sounds like exactly what you would expect from EPMD in 1997, to me. So, like, you know, again, I was a bit different. This was the first album I ever bought. I'm not going to lie when I first bought it. Uh, There was a couple songs off it I liked and just never really listened to it again. I didn't really get into EPMD real, real hard until, like, the last five years. I know. I know. Slap me on the hand. I get it. Uh, I was a little late to the party. But then, going back, like, you know, my personal favorite EPMD album is business never personal and business as usual uh those album you know business as usual was the album i bought that really kind of made me an epmd fan you know with that that album's just crazy cuz i love gold digger I, that's my favorite song from epmd and that's off of business as usual so like you know their first four albums are just you know can't be touched they're monumental but you know, this as a comeback album, the production from Eric Sermon, some production from T- PMD, and some others, you know, even DJ Scratch, because he's back, you know. So when they broke up, DJ Scratch and Das FX stayed with uh, PMD, and then Redman went with Eric Sermon. They recruited Keith Murray. That was the Def Squad, and then PMD, he kept the Hit Squad name, and he had Das Effects and a rapper called uh, Top Quality from White Plains, That was his hit squad. They had the Def Squad. They kind of traded subliminal shots throughout the years. And then, you know, they all got back together on this album. It's The Squadron. That's their full name. Anyway, uh, just a little background on what led up to this album. And again, the reason I decided to pick this, their fifth album, is after re-listening to it again, I was like, man, you know what, this is like a solid-ass album from 97. Dare I say, I might even put this in my top 10 from 97. I might be the only one, but as a huge EPMD fan now, uh, I mean, this is exactly... If I was coming up in the 90s and I was an EPMD fan and I hadn't had an album in five years... And then they dropped this in 97. I would have been ecstatic and I would have been completely satisfied with this album, just me personally. Um, Yeah, they were a bit older, maybe compared to some MCs out at the time. Maybe they had lost a step a little bit. But one thing that can't be denied, whether they were getting along or not, is their chemistry on the mic was exactly how it was with the four albums previous to this. And that's all you can really ask right there. Production was dope. Again, for '97, it's a dope ass album, and it's EPMD. So they had two singles off this. They had "Joint" released in uh, September '97, and then they had "Richter Scale" released uh, November 1997. And um, yeah, you know, again, this album fared very well. Uh, a lot of people liked it, especially EPMD fans. Um, and it's to me, it's kind of been forgotten about. It's funny because it went gold. But, you know, hip-hop just got more and more, and they did have an album after this in 99, and then they broke up again, and then they, you know, did release an album in 2008. By 2008, that album is good, but it it is just kind of like a renaissance, like, you know, here's this old group that released an album. It's good. Obviously, it didn't make much noise. Out of Business was dope, too, in 99, but uh, to me, this one sticks. You know, if I was going to rank their albums... Ah, uh, this would be in the top five. No, I mean that's just that's just the way it is. Um, and no, it's not over the other four. This would probably be number five, but uh, nonetheless, we're, we're just going to dive into this because I think it gets forgotten about. And there's some really fucking dope ass songs on here. Um, I didn't really give it a chance back in the day. I probably bought this album when I was in like seventh grade. And like I said, there were a couple songs I liked, but I was just I I was in the hip hop from like '95 back. I really wasn't fucking with much over that, and um, yeah, that's just kind of how it was going for me at that time. Anyway, let's get into this bad boy right about now. So number one is an intro produced by DJ Scratch. Um, There's no beat. This is literally just, you just hear all of a sudden PMD and Eric's uh, Sermon, or mostly just Parrish Smith go, PMD is back together. And Well, at first you hear, we're back, EPMD is back together, and then you hear this, oh, like someone just got killed or whatever, and that's it. I mean, it's literally 13 seconds long, just like that, but it's dope, because again, if you were waiting for this album for five years, and you hear that, we're back, EPMD's back together, you know, that's dope as hell. But uh, let's play that clip from number one, the intro. Uh, From the album, Back in Business, from EPMD, 1997. Let's go. We're back.
2: EPMD's back together.
1: (laughs) And we are back, and that leads us into number two, one of their singles released called Richter Scale. All right, so I will go over some of um, some of the uh, samples just because, again, we got the E-double on production. And like I said, Eric Sermon is one of the most underappreciated producers, I feel like. I don't think his name gets brought up with the greats. Uh, enough, because man, can this dude fucking produce some just funky shit, and this is a classic Eric Sermon production, you know, we're sampling person to person from the average white band, Jungle Boogie from Cool and the Gang, and of course, we got a little bit of that talk box, where, uh, like, uh, the Roger Troutman type shit, um, the Rick DeScale, you know, that's uh California Love LP version, um, but, and, and I mean, they've used the talk box shit before, And uh, this this is just a really, like, again, this is your intro, EPMD is back, and, you know, Eric Sermon starts it off like lights, camera, action, galore, you know, and just comes in, and the sample that they're using is just, again, Eric Sermon has a way of finding these vocal samples sometimes that just, like, they just got a vibe to them. And so you just hear this, doo-doo, doo-doo. and I know that doesn't do no justice, but uh, that like, yeah, this and, and, and Eric sermon. Okay. You've heard me say this about duos again. I do believe Eric sermon is the better MC out of the two, but I think Parrish Smith is one of the most technically gifted MCs. Personally. I just don't think he gets enough love because he's got a monotone voice and he raps very slow, and sometimes it lacks uh, energy, I think some people think, but I'm a big PMD fan. I like Parrish Smith, and this is, like I said, this duo is great, but I do like how when Eric Sermon will start it off, because I do think he's a good jump-off MC out of the group, and then Parrish can keep it rolling like that, and they still go off each other, and and, uh, I, I, you know, the hook gets stuck in your head, you know, Puffanita. And when we hear it, we rock the Rick to scale. I did skip a little bit there. I kind of fucked that up a bit. But uh, to the TikTok, you don't stop. And, yeah, it's just, yeah, bro, this beat, you want to start off a comeback album, back in business. You know, you've heard me mention they always name their albums business. So I also think that that is just a dope way of being like, yep, yeah, you know, back in business, and the album cover is just those two giving each other a pound, you know, with the, it's just their hands, like, meeting together, giving knuckles, just like, what up, and, and it's as simple as that, and Richter scale sets it off beautifully, there's a reason why this was released as a single, because it definitely has a single feel, there's a music video to it, and it got pretty good airplay on MTV, so, I mean, uh, that's the thing, this, this album, you know, it was, it was, uh, under Def Jam, so it wasn't you know it had the it had the movement behind it to sell it you know and obviously the group getting back together was obviously enough to get a lot of people interested and Richter Scale is a great way to start the album off I couldn't think of a better song to start this album off than that one so without further ado let's play a clip from number two Richter Scale off the album Back in Business from EPMD let's go
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, lights, camera, action, the no more One more time to kill it. That goes to fill it. Yeah, free with the beastie boys. What time is it? It's two o'clock. Knocked out the box, they kicked off the block. That's why his squad, no, we won't stop. But it the car, huh? I beat the invisible. in the school of hard knocks on the principal. Batman, joins you love.
2: Know
1: and we are back, and that leads us in to our next song, number three. The other single released off this album, quite possibly the best song on this album, personally, um, to to me, I think it's uh, it's just it's got a feel. It's laid back. I love this song. Again, another reason why it was released as a single because it's just that good. It is called the Joint, okay? And they kind of like do for their hook. You know Funky Four had a song called The Joint and they go and the beat would go din, din 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 that's the joint. And so the hook on this is just my squad stay on point like din-din-din-din that's the joint. Yeah, my squad stay on point. It's Eric Sermon doing one then PMD does the other one and then they'll be like then they'll shout out like a town like yo, Chicago, I'm in your area. Over here New Jersey, I'm in your area. Over here New York, I'm in your area. Over here, EPMD is a world premiere. And, man, you talk about this is some of their best MC on this fucking song right here. You know, I love the way it starts, and then Eric Sermon comes in. Like, I make a million bucks every time I, you know, just rolling in like that. PMD, I think, just absolutely murders this whole fucking song. Um, It's just, uh, I mean, you know, we got a sample of the meters Just Kissed My Baby uh, oh wait, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong song right now We'll get to that in a little bit That's uh, that's the song after this I got a little ahead of myself, I had my shit wrote down um, But, uh, you know, the beat is laid back And this is less Eric Sermon on production again with Rock Wilder So Rock Wilder did some shit with uh, Redman Not to be confused with Rockefeller Like I had said on the Redman album Those are two different people So I'm going to correct that shit right now um, so, you know, co-produced by uh, Rockwilder. The samples on this are Help Me Make It Through the Night, Gladys Knight and the Pips. And then obviously some Funky Four Plus One, that's the joint. And, um, yo, I mean, like I, what I was trying to say is this is Eric Sermon being like, yeah, not only do I make these hard funk beats, but uh, this is this is Eric Sermon showing you like, no, I can make some laid-back, jazzy shit, because that laid-back shit was still going on. You know, the stuff I said in 95, 96, 97, there was still some chill, laid-back vibe-type shit, and, and the joint is that, but the rapping is hard as fuck. So, like, I don't know. This is definitely one of my favorite EPMD songs in general. So, um, you know, when I'm making a playlist for people of EPMD and songs, like, if someone's like, hey, make me, uh, I like this song from EPMD, uh, make me a playlist of some of their best songs i'm gonna put the join on there because it's just it is a great song it's a fantastic fucking song uh this is one of the songs like i said when i was a kid and grabbed this album this was one of those songs that i listened to i was like i right, dope, you know uh and i mean again when it comes to these two you're not gonna get too much subject matter but that's how i mean you, they do have stories they always have but Eric Sermon and, and Parrish Smith have always been just hard rhymers over some hard-ass beats. You know, funky, fucking boom bap, that's them, and that's it. I mean, this is that song. This is exa- Again, if I bought this album in 97 and got hit with the Richter scale and then hit this right after, I'd be like, man, we are entering a dope-ass album. This is a one-two punch. Uh, I love it. Great start to the album. So let's play that clip. Number three, joint. From EPMD off the album, back in business, and we're gonna do that right about now. Hit it.
0: Uh, PMD. Huh, check it uh. I make a million bucks every six months and y'all, hating my game, saying my name. They call me the e wrong things, knowing I'm fly without wings. But uh-huh. some of y'all have to pull strings in this era. I maintain the freak upon the beat. Master bass lines of Rafael Sadiq, living mastermind and genius. So don't snooze, no missions impossible.
1: And we are back, y'all. And that's going to lead us into our next song, number four a song called Never Seen Before. So this was the one that I was going to say the uh, sample uh, for that uh, I said before it was for the joint notes for this song. This is the one that has the sample of the meters, Just Kiss My Baby, which had originally been sampled by Public Enemy in 1987 off their album Yo, Bum, Rusta to Show, the song called Time Bomb. And so throughout this whole song, uh, Paris Smith and Eric Sermon are giving props to to uh, Public Enemy. They even start the song by going, Peace to Chuck D. And then Eric Sermon starts by going, they go, ooh and ah, when I jump up my car, people treat me like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which is the exact same line that Chuck D says on Time Bomb over the exact same sample. So, like, you know, they, they give uh, props by saying some lyrics from him, throughout the whole song uh Parrish smith does too but also making the song their own and uh you know this was kind of their original comeback single because even though it wasn't a necessarily a single off the album it was featured on the how to be a player soundtrack so uh before being on back in business so people actually this was like their first time hearing epmd back together was this song off that soundtrack however i guess if you didn't get that soundtrack you might not have heard it and you'll you get to hear it now though and um if you know the sample from the meters again they have been sampled in hip-hop i I can't even begin to explain how many times um and it's got just a real funky guitar kind of sample and um and again the hook on this is just Never seen before, heard before, and then I'm Eric Sermon, and I'm Parrish Smith. Uh, again, Raiden, right your. I love the way they've always done that too. Uh, never seen before, heard before, found before. I'm Eric Sermon, and I'm Parrish Smith. And you know, uh, PMD comes in like never say never. EPMD's back together, you know. and I, and they. You'll hear him say all over like rapping with my homie and this and that. And again whether they were getting along or not, you wouldn't be able to tell on this album because it doesn't really sound like they missed a beat. And, I mean, you talk about your first two songs being that heavy hitter, and then you get into this, and this one's real funky, and it just continues. Like, honestly, it doesn't sound like they missed a beat at all. And, and like, going back and revisiting this album, that's what I. that's the main thing I could take away from this is how I was like, you know, honestly... It just sounds like they've been together the whole time and they just released an album in 97 because EPMD is kind of a group that can transcend time. They're kind of like LL. Uh, Even if you look at them being old at that point in time, uh, because the production was so good and the way they flowed off each other was so good, even if their punchlines were a little uh, lacking or maybe their flow was a little lacking compared to some, I mean, it still is updated and sounds good. You know, Gangstar was able to do the same type of thing. So um, not a lot of groups or artists could do that shit, you know what I mean? So uh, props to EPMD for doing that. Uh, anyway, and that that is pretty much the song never seen before. It's just, uh, again, just them ripping the microphone up over this funky-ass beat uh, and just letting you know, and that's the thing. With the last two, three songs, you know, Richter scale is just also them just being like, man, we're so fucking crazy. We're, we we register like a 9.5 on the Richter scale, you know? And the joint is also just them flexing. This is them flexing again. A lot of this album is them flexing kind of to prove a point. Like, hey, EPMD's back together. Uh, don't get it twisted. We still on top of our game. And first three tracks prove that, no doubt, over completely different beats for all of them. And it's beautiful, you know? And uh, Eric Sermon on production on this again And again, the E-double comes correct. So let's play that clip. Number four, never seen before from EPMD. Off the album back in business 1997. You'll play that.
0: They go ooh and ah when I jump in my car. People treat me like Kareem Abdul Jabal when I'm Supreme Rap star. star. Huh? They all know me, ED, when I flash degrees on TV. MCs be robbing me of my technique, the way I speak, the way I get
2: down, the way I sound. And if you ask me, they must be on the jock of the innovator. Rock, roll, bounce the skater. Okay, fuck it. Enough with the tight shit. Grab the mic quick. Hollywood
1: niggas. And we are back, and that leads us into number five, which is just a skit titled Skit. Um, this is literally just a 24-second skit of them buying some weed. At least that's what it sounds like to me. It's just some guy going like, oh, you like this? Let me smell that. Oh, okay, this is good. Unless it's a metaphor for the songs or whatever. A lot of MCs have done that before, too. Like, oh, man, you going to want this shit, you know, and making it sound like they're buying drugs, but it's for like a beat or something i don't know either way it's a pretty forgettable skit it's just you know some dude saying that and then like oh yeah but this is what i really want to show you um and it just leads into the song after that that's pretty much what it is very forgetful skip by it you know (laughs) that's pretty much what i do anyway let's play that clip number five skit from epmd off the album back in business let's go
2: and now the transaction.
1: Child, yeah, you got a you you wasn't nah, look, this is what I got, man. This right here, man. Yeah,
2: this is, that's hot right that's here, This is okay. This is okay, that's right? are This, this, you might like this right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 oh. Hold, Let me But this is what I really yeah. want to show you right here.
1: And we are back, and that leads us into our next track. And this one is a fucking banger coming up right here. So, at number six, we have a song called Intrigued featuring DOS Effects. So, one beautiful thing about EPMD getting back together is the whole squadron gets back together, right? Hit Squad, Def Squad back together. So, now you got your first song in five years that has DOS Effects, Parrish Smith, and Eric Sermon all on the same song. Produced by Eric Sermons. And this one's just this one is just a hard ass beat. And this is like a cipher. So all four of them trade verses back. They each do three little verses uh back and forth. There is a hook um in it, you know. You intrigued by the way we do a thing. Uh-huh. Now, you know, and it it watch the way we swang and this, that, and whatever. And then uh they sample themselves, um, proceed to act ill. And But then they'll also, then it's like, you know, Eric Sermon will kick a verse, uh, Crazy Drazy will kick a verse, Books will kick a verse, PMD will kick a verse, and then it'll hit a hook, and then they do it again, and then it'll hit a hook, and then they do it again. And they basically just trade little eight bars with each other. But when I say it sounds like a cypher, is they go off each other. So when Eric Sermon's finishing, you know, Crazy Drazy might come in like, you know, coming right from Virginia, yeah, when aminia, yeah, when you know, then he'll go, then books will finish him, and then perish. You know, like or vice for, like they're all over the place with it, and uh, it's just this is one again. This is like like the joint. This was another one as a kid that I was like, all right, this one's dope. Uh, I always liked Dos Effects. Cool to have uh, Eric Sermon back rocking with them during their hiatus. There's plenty of songs that Dos Effects. And Paris Smith did together, but um didn't have that didn't have that E double on production, and didn't have them rapping, and uh, so it's it, this one's just awesome to have them back together, and it's just straight ripping, rhyming, fucking metaphors, dropping that shit, flowing. Uh, like I said, the beat is rough, rugged, and raw. And, uh, you know, again, it's just one of the fucking great ass song on the album. Uh, I did forget to mention there's 16 tracks on this. So, you know, we're not, we're not quite in the middle yet, but we're getting there. Um, but I mean, so far we got a pretty goddamn good start off to this album. You know, sure. There's two skits, the intro and the skit, but Richter scaled the joint, never seen before. And then intrigued, like, you know, and Intrigue knocks it out the park. I mean, it's just it's just a dope-ass uh, song. And, yeah, I mean, one of people's favorites on here. And, you know, you got Das Effects coming back in doing their iggities, and they seem rejuvenated. And um, everybody just seemed on their game on this one, you know. Uh, I will say Eric Sermon obviously does his thing. Paris Smith was probably the weaker one out of everyone because uh, – Crazy Drazy and Books really did their fucking thing on this song, but uh, it's not like PMD did terrible, but if I was just going to judge it and like, and you know, this is like, you know, it's, a, it's another posse cut and it's kind of like Eric Sermon doing his part with the hit squad. Like, Hey, we cool, we back, you know, and uh dope ass song. So let's play that clip. Number six, Intrigued, Featuring DOS effects from EPMD off the album, back in business. Yo, DJ, play that shit.
0: Hit the floor, tuck and roll, ease on fire. I'm your motherfucker, but not Jay McGuire. I'm the dark skin packa max ten who could dizzy effective putting shit in the proper
2: perspective rat with the jack. But yeah. the, the map yeah. who's back? Back. Royal teas and ass cat. I'm yeah. 62 to with, with the chrome rat. shoes dominating tunes of states with the swimming pools and the sauna. Fig a departure announcement in Havana.
1: All right, and that leads us into our next track, number 7, Last Man Standing. That's the title. So this one is EPMD produced, so that means you got, you know, probably everybody had their hands on it, including DJ Scratch, PMD, the E-double. So uh, this is a dope-ass song, right? Uh, Very laid back, very legit. Um, And the samples on this, we got Midnight Groove by the uh, Love Unlimited Orchestra. And so that's a very mellow groove. That's like the main one. They're also sampling Hell on Earth. Uh, front lines from Mob Deep. Um, that's pretty much the hook on it, um, and then you'll just hear like Eric Sermon or Parrish Smith be like "Last Man Standing," whatever it takes. MC's got to go down, and then uh, does the whole s- sample from Mob Deep, Prodigy doing it, and uh, very laid back song. Um, again, not really much when it comes to subject matter. Uh, but again, you kind of, you kind of know that going in with EPMD and I mean, they are just hip hop to their core and they do have some shit coming up on the album that does have some, um, like stories to it. But, uh, again, you don't really notice it because this one is so chill, so laid back. And again, it's just Eric Sermon and, and, um, and PMD rocking it. Eric Sermon sets it off again, just like he did on every song that's come before this he is a good set it off MC. that's why he tends to go first almost 90 percent of the time and um you know he even starts like this is eric sermon and just rolls in like that and uh this was one again i just i never gave it much time when i was younger but re-listening to it again i was like damn this is a fucking dope ass beat good ass song i don't know i guess i you know you're 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 Outlook on things changes as you get older, and this is one of those albums that I don't really think I took enough time to go back and listen to. You ever have albums like when you first listen to them, and maybe you were younger, and you're like, eh, I don't like this album, and you just don't listen to it again, and you never give it a chance, and then all of a sudden you do go to revisit it years down the line, and you're like, man, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Like, first off, the lyrics are on point, and the beats tight as hell. I guess I just didn't really know, you know. What the hell I was thinking? I, well, that's because I was young and stupid, you know. Like uh, that's how I look at this because this is a really solid track uh, and very, very chill. I like the mood on it. Um, anyway, let's play that clip. Number seven, "Last Man Standing" from EPMD off the album "Back in Business." Let's go. Snap my
2: neck. I'm playing with a full deck. Make it make it sweat little the waistline by my Johnson with the two Who I beat, big old name, P D, yeah. Casualty, two and it seems who try to fuck with me. Or you dug. Catch the burner with the snub. No love with tight defense like the glove. So bring it. And you saw me drop, I bet you sing it. Check the logo or slip up and get green. Kid. My pen is registered like Bruce Lee and Lucy.
1: My All right, let's get into the next track number eight, a song called get with this. Here's another one. This is another one. I never gave the time of day and like re listening to it. This one is real laid back, just like last man standing and kind of like the joint. Uh, I, I compare it mostly with the joint because the lyrics are real fucking, you know, they really kicking that shit on this one. um, and, you know, the hook on this one is, let's get up, let's get down, roll with the hardcore funk, the hardcore sound, let's get with this macedocious funk material, and then they sample uh, Rock Him going, it's been a long time, I shouldn't have left you, and, you know, that's obviously the hook is Eric Sermon doing one of his lyrics from another song from EPMD, um, and, I, I, you know, honestly, after listening to this, this one shot up to me. This is like the gem, you know, uh, the gem of the album. Like I've been saying, uh, this one to me is that one because Eric Sermon's production on this song is dope as fuck. And I mean, them rapping on this shit, like again, just, just lyrics, lyrics for days on this one. Some may say they lost a step. And again, I get it. Like, you know, they were considered old school by the time this came out. But, like, I mean, what more can you hope uh, can you hope for for a group that hadn't been together in five years, ended pretty nasty, and then got back together? To me, I think their shit's on point. You know, I think Eric Sermon's ripping the microphone apart on this shit. I think Parrish Smith does his thing on more than a few songs, especially this one. Uh, big fan of this song. Number eight, Get With This um again going back and re-listening this one I kept playing over and over because I was like man it's just so fucking laid back and this is definitely a summertime album no doubt even though it came out in the fall time to me like this just all has a summer feel to it including this song and the next song for sure but um yeah it's just you know get with this I love this song it's a fucking good song uh, anyway, let's play that clip Number 8, Get With This from EPMD Off the album, back in business Hit it! Ass man
2: standing Like Bruce Willis about to kill us Niggas fearless, the masters, the realness and get down, so give man let know what's going down. Take a pull and hold
1: it now. Back to down busy And we are back. I just want to say real quick: uh the E Double ended up sampling We Don't Care by Manfred Hubler and Siegfried Schwab. Also the big beat by Billy Squire. Um and there's some other little ones in two, but those were like the main ones. Forgot to mention that. Uh, so, you know, you go listen to those, you'll, you'll hear the samples he took and the chill feel that he made for Get With This. But then we turn it up. We get funky as fuck on the next one. This one is a classic Eric Sermon, just funk beat. And this one to me is a classic EPMD beat right here. And it's called Do It Again, number nine, Definitely super funky, super upbeat, Um, and it's, you know, just them being like, hey, we back, we doing it again. They're sampling Funkin' for Jamaica, New York from Tom Brown, and then So Rough, So Rough by Roger. And uh, so, I mean, there's where your funk's coming from a little bit. And, uh, again, I mean, this one is just, this one is real high energy, and it's like classic. This is just some real classic EPMD, especially the beat and their rhymes once again fit into it. The two wrap off each other beautifully. The chemistry is is there. It seems like it was never lost. It's very showcased on this one, just like the joint and Richter scale, uh, and pretty much every song that's come before this. Like I said, I was kind of knowing the past and what led up to this album. Just hearing them, it really just sounds like they never skipped a beat, honestly. And Get With This is like, this is a song you would have expected them to release in '97, uh, even if they had been releasing albums all the way up till then. It sounds like a classic EPMD. This is another one if someone was like, put an EPMD song. Uh, I would put this one on there. This one's definitely uh, dope, and uh, and and definitely I think people really would enjoy this song. Um, do it again, you know? It's a fantastic. They back. They they here to do it again. EPMD's back together, motherfucker. Ha. Anyway, let's play that clip. Number nine, Do It Again from EPMD off the album, Back in Business 1997. Let's go.
2: Pass that here in cheers. Celebrate like the new year, honey's front and rear. Party over here, move on as we move on. Bust the new song. Once again, this song, Pop the Shonda. Bustin' those when we pull up in the chrome. Party the daylight, just like Stallone. Rollin' with the players, one the Timbs in the Gators. Selling pages, fat whips, quick to blazing.
1: All right. And that leads us into number 10, which is just another skit, an interlude uh, called the Apollo interlude. Um, this one's a minute 18. It's just you you kind of hear Eric Sermon and Paris Smith talking about how they bugged someone's hotel room. And then they just hear them basically being like, yeah, I'm on their dick. Like, but fuck them. I don't want them to know that. And uh, this that again, it's a very it's another skit that you just kind of find yourself skipping um, to the next track it's nothing it's not funny it's not really interesting it's kind of just there i don't know that's the thing with their skits on this album they're not really anything to be remembered by they're just kind of there and that's that's pretty much it that's i mean it's very it's a very forgetful skit um and i think you know it had the beginnings of something when they're like oh we bugged the room let's hear what they're saying but you know obviously it's just someone dick riding and hating you know it's a classic braggadocio shit in hip hop so uh We'll just play that clip. Number 10, the Apollo interlude from EPMD. Album back in business, year 97. What we gonna do? Played it. The back of the Apollo. The episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yo, Pete, check this out, Yo, right, I, right, I Bug one of the rooms in right, Apollo. Yo, get out of here, man. Come on, keep it moving, keep it got? moving. Word? Nah, I'm saying so-and-so's room, you know what I'm saying? I
1: just want to send
0: something. gonna play it here. Let's see go. what they were talking about. Oh, Pete, come on. All right, let's go to the back.
1: And that leads us into our next song, which is uh kind of a remake, a remix of uh, an older song of theirs. It's You Gots to Chill 97. So, uh, produced by EPMD. And it's basically the same, the same beat that they used in '87 on that You Gots to Chill. Um and you know, same sample. I mean, this is this. It's sampling more bounce to the ounce from Zap and sampling themselves and Jungle Boogie from Cool in the Gang. Uh, anyone who knows more bounce to the ounce from Zap has been sampled like a like quadrillion amounts of times, especially from West Coast artists. So in '97, it's a beat that's already been used a lot. Um, same with Jungle Boogie; it's been used quite a bit. It's yeah, they're kind of updated, their old rhymes. They use some here and there, but it's like an updated version. It just kind of falls flat to me. I don't really think you necessarily needed to do that personally. Um, the beat is dope, and if you didn't really again, this was one of the songs I did like as a kid, but you know, this is one of the earlier hip-hop albums I ever bought, so I didn't realize how much more bounce to the ounce had been used. Where in '97, if you're getting this album, you're like, oh, now there's more Bounce to the Ounce being used again. Oh, it's just like another You Gots to Chill. And don't get me wrong, the original You Gotta Chill is dope as hell. It's way better than this. And it's, you know, it came out in '88, obviously. But, um, I don't know. That's like my only kind of. I mean, it's fine. You don't skip the song. It's just kind of. I don't really think it needed to be on there, personally. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But, um,. Yeah, I mean, and it's just kind of you them using old rhymes, updating the song a little bit, you know. I guess it's a kind of nice nostalgia uh, song for EPMD fans, but um, I just don't really think it needed to be done. I think it kind of just got thrown on the album, but uh, nonetheless, it, it's, you know, it, it is what it is. So let's play that clip. Number 11, You Gotta Chill, 97 from EPMD off the album Back in Business. Hit it!
0: As I stepped to the mic with the B Boy stance, to the brave heart seas, I wouldn't take a chance. Keep quiet while the MC rap, and if you disrespect me, it's the big payback. Uh-huh. The E double E is my name, I spell things to the clientele, my squad rocks well. I'm in your hood, coming through like what? Chromed out, beamed out in an all black truck. You will play what team you with? I got maze chips, I push the flyers whips.
1: And that brings us into our next song, which, okay, first off, we got DJ Scratch on production on this one, all right? Number 12 is a song called Put On. This beat is dope as fuck, okay? Ill. Ill-ass beat. This is the one time where the 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 storyline of what they're trying to do, so this is, they're kind of going for like a mafioso street-type shit on this, which was very overused at this point in hip-hop and continued to be overused, and... It's just they didn't execute it as well as some artists did at that time, or had done, or had yet to do, um, and it's kind of sucks because it's almost like they kind of wasted a DJ scratch beat because this beat is one of the illest on the fucking um, album. I would I would have put this as the gem of the album beat alone. Now it's not that their rhymes are bad, but the storyline. Isn't, you know, it's very simple. They both tell a story, just some street story shit um, about, you know, people. The thing is, is you, it's, especially with PMD, it's hard to keep up with what he's talking about because it's kind of skipping around and he's got names and they're telling a story about how, you know, just street shit, like how you get caught up in the game. You get caught up with girls, get caught up with drugs and, you know, it could be a put on and I don't know I kept finding myself just zoning out during this song because nothing about their stories really grabbed me and pulled me into this song the beat however did and so it's not a skippable song you just kind of find yourself vibing to the beat and then they just kind of listening and you know I had to keep listening to this song to be like okay how does their stories end how does this go? And it they're just kind of anticlimactic. And even after all of that, like, there's nothing really big about their story. You know, like, we just did Grand Poobah, did Backstabbers, and I went through that whole story, like, what he did and, like, how it all finished. This one, it's just kind of like, you know, it's just a classic. Well, this dude did a bad thing, and then he got shot. Well, this dude did a bad thing, and he went to jail. You know, like... Uh, it had just been done and it really was never EPMD's thing anyway. So I think they were just kind of like trying to get with the times of shit like that going on. It's not like when Biggie will string a story together or Jay-Z or Nas, you know, at that time, those were your like storytellers at that time. Um, even Tupac, even though he had just passed away, but like, uh, there's just, I don't know. And it's like, it sucks because the beat is dope as fuck. And the story just just didn't really live up to it. And then, I mean, like I said, there's really nothing memorable out of it to really discuss. Like, it's just as simple as that. Like, that's what happened. Bad shit went down. Of course, there was a crooked girl. Uh, You know, there was this and -and so-and-so got shot by Tony and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, uh, you know, you've heard it a thousand times, basically. Um, but the, again, DJ Scratch went went hard on the beat, laid back, dope as fuck, um, and uh, it's not skippable. That's just my only kind of kind of critique on the song itself. But uh, when you go listen to this album, you you do it for yourself. Maybe you'll be like, I oh, don't know, man. I thought that I thought that uh, story was dope as fuck. But whatever. Anyway, let's play that clip. Number twelve, put on from EPMD off the album Back in Business. And uh, we're gonna play that shit. Building
2: destroy. Black business in the cowboy. Using different nines of alloy. Metal. Money corded in his pro. Another shell split his elbow. A good fellow. And Jimmy two times. Toe two nines. Uh. Two dimes. Caught the guard plotting at the shoe shine. Yeah. We just got word about his man, James Dean from Queens. Hit a bank and shot a guard in his flame. Uh-huh. with Bill Blast. We made a fast, fast the cash.
1: And we are back, and that leads us into one of the illest songs on this album. Uh, you know how on uh, number six, Intrigued, we had the Hit Squad back together, uh, you know, Das Effects, PMD, and Eric Sermon? Well, now it's the Def Squad's turn to come in and do their shit, only this time instead of just Keith Murray, Redman, and Eric Sermon, Parrish Smith is there with them, and this song is called K.I.M keep it moving. Number 13, Eric Sermon on production again. And we got some uh, ill samples on this one for real. So we got symphony number 40, the movement uh, from Wolfgang, basically from Mozart. Okay. So we're sampling that even though obviously it's a rendition of it, but uh, uh, it's a quick little loop that they do Um, for the hook. They're sampling Onyx doing coming through, coming through, uh from the mad face invasion little skit that they have in their uh, album from 93 back the fuck up um k-i-m keep it moving and that's pretty much the hook like coming through coming through ha 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 k-i-m keep it moving um so you know we just did red man right red man sets it off Obviously, do I need to say anything? This is an ill-ass posse cut, okay? This is just as good as Intrigued, personally. Um, this was a song, again, I never really... Because of the... Uh, back in the day when I was younger, if they had any sort of like musical Mozart-type shit, I don't know, i just skip it. Um, what a fool I was, because this one is ill as shit. So Redman sets it off. Again, we just covered his album from 94. Uh, Redman really wasn't that much different in 97. He starts it off, by far kicks the best verse. Um, you know, well, I guess I wouldn't even say by far because uh, there's a certain someone that keeps up with them. Same guy that kept up with him on Cosmic Slop. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you know where I'm getting at, Keith Murray in the house. Anyway, uh, so you start, you start with uh, Red Man and then you hit some Eric Sermon after that. He double rips it up, and then PMD comes in and rips it up and then so when i said that redman by far I, I don't mean by far because keith murray's verse is honestly on par not maybe even equal with redman's um i love when he comes in cuz he just he always announces himself like keith murray the holder of the boulder lyrical folda, and you know just uh the dude is a very smart mc and just has a way of just uh, you know that he's he's a fucking menace man <laughs> like for real Um, and he goes, you know, he's got some lines in here, like, I go off the beat on the edge of reality and kick rhymes in my sleep and battle mortality. Finally, every dimension knows Keith y'all egotistical, simple minded ends as pitiful and weak, you know, and the way he like does it, you know, um, and that's the only thing I will say, you know, one thing that EPMD kind of lost is, you know, when they used to do red man would usually always kind of even on headbanger and hardcore, But it wasn't like at those times he was light years ahead of Eric Sermon and Paris Smith. They were all kind of still equal, even on Headbanger with K solo. Um, But over the years, Redman just got better and better, and Keith Murray was a monster in his own right. And so Redman and Keith Murray definitely shine the brightest on this song, even though it is an EPMD song. Um, It's hard for PMD to keep up with those two Eric Sermon definitely has the wittiness and the ability to do it. But at that time, I mean, Redman's at the top of his game. Keith Murray's at the top of his game. But what it does make is for one of the illest posse cuts on this album, uh, you know, keep it moving and intrigued. Uh, talk about bringing the squad back together because I loved Intrigued and now re-listening to this again, keep it moving. Um, I mean, it's undeniable how dope this song is. Classic Eric Sermon production again with that Mozart sample in there. Um, It's just, yeah, dude, it's a dope-ass. It's a fucking dope-ass song. Definitely one of the best on the album for sure. So let's play that clip. Number 13, K-I-M, Keep It Moving from EPMD featuring Redman and Keith Murray off the album, Back in Business. Hit it. John Blaze, I
0: keep y'all niggas rocking for days by the the essays around the ways. My own mixtape DJ, I flex. You don't have a clue when I'm doing it. Who is he? I get busy. I'm told play look at my eyes. You think I'm bluffing a five years fan turned nothing into something. And don't get familiar. Your whole entourage don't be feeling you behind your back. They straight killing you. The ex head being a bad motherfucker. High on Friday with Chris Tucker.
1: And we're back, and that leads us into number 14, a song called Dungeon Master, produced by Parrish Smith and Aguilar, 8 off. Um, that's 8 off, not 8 off. Um, so Aguilar was someone who is definitely getting down with EPMD around this time, doing some production. And this is featuring an MC named Nocturnal. You could tell. That Nocturnal was supposed to be their next uh, protege, I guess you would say, um, because they mentioned him on the skit Apollo Interlude 2, where they're like, yeah, and who's this Nocturnal guy, you know, whatever. So, like, they're definitely setting it up. Um, the beat is definitely very 97-ish. It kind of sounds like something Nas would have rapped over, honestly, uh, to me, like it would have been on one of his albums. It's nothing crazy though. It's definitely a dark sounding beat. And again, PMD is a good producer, but he ain't as good as the funk Lord, you know, I hate to say it. Nonetheless, it is a good song. Nocturnal is a good MC. He goes at the end and showcases his, uh, skill, um, Nocturnal and EPMD, you know, back to, back to wreck shit. And, uh, you know, and again, it's just braggatocious raps Eric Sermon and PMD do their thing. I do think they both do better than Nocturnal. Maybe PMD and Nocturnal are on the same level. E-Double always kind of shines a little bit brighter. But, um, you know, it it's a good song. I do find myself skipping it. I'm not going to lie. Going back and re-listening to it again, I can now understand that this is actually a very good song. And the rhymes are really good and the beat's pretty good too. It's just, I don't know it's it it is a forgotten song on this album to me uh and i don't skip it all the time but sometimes you know towards the end getting ready for this episode when i was listening to it i did find myself just kind of skipping to it probably because i like the next song probably like it's like my favorite fucking song on the whole album but anyway we'll get to that when we get to that before we get to number 15 let's play a clip of number 14 dungeon master featuring nocturnal from epmd off the album back in business played kill killer the
0: orphan owner, owner. my jawa past willy i'm higher than marijuana i stocks foreign look at me as a guy at knees vietnamese i land overseas fucking major g's i took 350s sevens with the wooden handle in case of the scandal uh-huh. or a so-called vandal and if i let off and if he gets hit, and if you miss him, go home and light the candle. Lord.
1: And we're back, and now that leads us in to number 15. My, like, honestly, the beat on this is so fucking rugged. Now, I know I said PMD usually isn't on the same level as as uh, the funk lord himself, Eric Sermon, Um And yeah, he did all right on Dungeon Master with Aguilar, but he's full producing this one. And we now have our next installment of the Jane Saga. So I know I picked this album, so we're going to start the Jane Saga at Jane 5. That's the name of the song. But you did hear me say on uh, the top 10 albums from 1988 how every album EPMD has ever had, they have a story about a girl named Jane. And it just continues on every album. You know, Strictly Business had the original Jane. And then Unfinished Business had Jane 2. Uh, you know, and then uh, one of my favorite Janes is off of Business as Usual because that one's just funny as hell. And then you had, on Business Never Personal, a song called Who Killed Jane. And so that was a whole song about how Jane died and they were getting set up for it. Uh, Parrish Smith was getting set up like he's the one who killed Jane. Well, this is now coming back in Jane 5, continuing the story. Guess what, y'all? Jane is not dead. Turns out it was just some hooker that uh, got killed, and on the side was an EPMD record, and so he got let out on a technicality, right? Because it turns out it wasn't Jane. It was it was Valerie. It was that hoe Valerie, all right So... One thing before I go into the storyline here, um, this beat, guys, this beat is like the hardest. Not not the, not just maybe. This is the hardest beat on the whole fucking album, okay? The way this fucking beat comes rolling in. So you're sampling you are what I'm all about from the new birth, Mary Jane from Rick James, and Papa Was too from Joe Tex, which is you know sampled on most Jane songs. Um, the Jane beats are always hard, okay They're always hard. They're always very fun stories. Now altogether is this one of the best Jane stories? No, like I said, Jane three is probably my favorite um, the Jane one and two are really good. Jane two is really good um and they believe like I said the Janes are on every album they've ever had. so even after this on out of business, there's a Jane 6. On their We Mean Business album from 2008, there's a Jane 7 on that. So they're always continuing the Jane. So um, Beats Rough, Rugged and Raw, and PMD comes in, and he basically talks about how he got let out. He jumps on the Greyhound bus, and then some girl sticks up the Greyhound bus and robs everyone on it, takes him hostage, And he starts to realize while he's being taken hostage from this girl, he's like, I, I think this is Jane. You know, he's like, this can't be, uh, when they get off the bus with all the goods, she takes him with them. They get in the Jeep with the hydraulics and it had Jane on the license plate. And, uh, that's when it's pretty much clarified that Jane is alive. She's doing well. She just hijacked the the bus and got everyone's shit, got out of there, took PMD with them. Now they're racing 95 down the interstate. And, you know, the hook on this, uh, there is no hook, but at the beginning, at the end, it's sampling, um, you know, before he comes in, you always hear them say about Jane like haircut, like Anita Baker. So, it comes in and you hear Eric Sermon go, haircut, like Anita May- like Anita Baker. Murder, yeah, murder, one son for the death of Jane. Murder, yeah, murder, one son for the death of Jane. Sampling from the last Jane song, Who Killed Jane. Uh, and, and this is definitely better than Who Killed Jane. The beat, obviously, for every Jane song is always hard. Um, always. It always is. And so the beat on Who Killed Jane from Business Never Personal was dope. But the storyline was kind of, uh, I will say Jane 5, beat-wise and rapping-wise, is better. Personally, that's what I think. But uh, even from the beginning when I first had this album, uh, this was always my favorite song off this album. I used to just bump the shit. I wouldn't, you know, you back in the day you had your computer, so you'd take the songs you'd like from an album. If you didn't really like an album, you might only have two songs you liked. I remember back in the day I took Intrigued, joint and this song and put that on a like a mix or whatever because those were uh always like my three favorite songs off of this album um and it, it has not changed the beat is so dope the storyline maybe not the greatest Jane storyline ever but the beat and the way the way PMD raps over this shit guys is just yeah it's it's fucking ill so let's play that clip number 15 Jane 5 from EPMD off the album back in business. Hit it. Hey, yo they
2: came to my jail cell and let me go on technicalities. The girl I got moved. It was not Jane was fucking valid. The prostitute from downtown. We checked the dental records, found the button, and on a side he PMD record. Two hours later on Greyhound on my way now. peak the shorty up front. Stan wants to play now. Seconds later, out she's black, draws the gas, screaming lays flat. Then bust the cap as she walks back.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, that's one, that's a roll your windows down. You feel you feel pretty cool bumping to Jane 5, at least I do, uh, and I've been bumping to it all week. <laughs> anyway, that leads us to the last song on this album, which is just a remix of Never Seen Before. Uh, so, uh, again, number four was Never Seen Before. That was kind of like the ode to Chuck D using that meter sample. Um, this is just a remix Eric Sermon did. Uh, real different vibe, real chill, real laid back, definitely a 97 feel. So there's are sampling Watching You by Slave, um, AJ Scratch by Curtis Blow, and a little bit of It's Funky Enough from the DOC. Um, I'm actually in the rare because, you know, this song is supposed to be an ode to a degree to Chuck D and Public Enemy because of that sample from the meters. I actually like this remix better. Um, Maybe I'm like the only one that maybe does, but I I, I, I don't know. I kind of like the chillness of it, and I like the 97 feel to it. You've heard me use the years uh, a lot. You can really tell you listen to a certain amount of hip-hop in a certain year. A lot of times there will be a certain kind of just feel to the year, and that's what I like because it definitely doesn't sound dated or anything it sounds like. It sounds like appropriate for the year it came out, and, and that's what I feel about this remix. So I'm not going to go into it too much because, obviously, lyrics are the same, only the beat is different. So they still start with uh, people treat me like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They still give shout-outs to Chuck D and everything. Um, anyways, that's that's pretty much the last song. So let's play a clip number 16 Never Seen Before remix from EPMD. Off the album Back in Business. Let's go. Okay, fuck it. Enough with the
2: tight shit. Grab the mic quick. Hollywood niggas. Put it down. Spit some hype shit. Irish making dollars into rap scholars, keeping show packed like fun of followers. Deadly, murderous, I know you heard of us. Holding shit down on the block, nobody's serving us. The E double and Mike Doc. Moon Doc. Steph jammed off the media. This shit is hot. Never seen or heard before the uncover. I'm
1: ever and we are back, and that is the album, ladies and gentlemen. That is the album back in business from the legendary group EPMD. Uh Again, solid album. Um, great comeback. I love EPMD. I like all their albums, including the one after this. Out of business is a very solid album, too. We mean business uh is definitely not anywhere close up to par with any of their albums in the 90s or the two in the 80s. Um, but I, I like EPMD enough to where I still listen to that album and I thought it was pretty decent. They recently were both just on a song with Nas off of his King's Disease 2 album from 2021. Um, so that was pretty dope to hear them. And the name of the song was EPMD. Um, so uh, it's, it, you know, EPMD is just one of the most legendary groups of all time. And I think it's ill. I kind of wish I would have been at a time in my life where I could have appreciated this album more when it came out, and really dove into it more than I did when I got it, you know, for this to be the first EPMD album I ever got, that's not a bad thing, it's just, uh, you know, I just didn't appreciate it at the time, but I do now, it is a dope album, it deserves to get talked about, it still went gold, it was still a successful album, so I mean, what more can you say, And and it was gold by November 17th, so it only took like, a month and a half for it to reach that, you know? Like, come on now. Um, do, and whether it was a cash grab or whatever it was, nonetheless, still a solid effort from EPMD that doesn't get talked about enough because their other four albums before this are so classic. A lot of people forget about this album and Out of Business. Um, and both those albums should not be forgotten about, especially this one. So, now you know what I got to do. I got to take three songs off this album that I consider to be the weakest three, and then I got to pick my top three. So let's just go right now. What I'm going to take off. Um, I am going to take off number 14, Dungeon Master. Uh, like I said, out of all the songs, it is a dope beat, good rhymes, but it's just not, uh, you know, just not up to par with some of the other ones. And uh, that I'm just going to go ahead and take that one off. Um, I am going to take you gots to chill 97 off, uh, just because you heard me kind of talk about that song. I just don't really feel like it needed to be on there at all anyway. So, um, that's just kind of me. And as much as I don't like the rapping on the put on, um, you know, I, I thought about that one and never seen before the original, but I think I am going to take the put on off and it's only because of the wrapping. Uh, it sucks because the beat is really dope. The, I like the beat better than never seen before, but, um, you know, it just, that's, that's what I'm going to take off. So to go over it again, I am going to take you gots to chill 97 number 11 off. I am going to take number 12, the put on, and number 14, Dungeon Master Off. As for my top three, I mean, I pretty much just already said it before. Uh, The Joint definitely is in the top three. Um, Jane 5, even though it's a short song, uh, I just, I love that song. Me personally, Jane 5 is like the best song on this whole album, even though I know that other songs are better. Like, The Joint, lyrically... And everything is better. It's just me personally. I love Jane Five. I love that beat. Um, and then now it's been different. In the past, I would have said Intrigued, right? Uh, because that's always been a top three for me. But uh, Keep It Moving is such an ill-ass song too that it's hard to pick which one between the two. But um, I'm gonna stick with my guns, and I'm gonna stick with Intrigued from uh, it was featuring Dos Effects. I really like the cypher-type feel to it. I really like the beat. I do like the beat better than Keep It Moving. I do think Keep It Moving is better lyrically-wise because of Redman and Keith Murray. But the lyrics in Intrigued and the beat are also just as good and the beat is better, so that's why I decided to stick with that. So to go over it again, uh, my top three are number three, DeJoint, um, number six, Intrigued, and number 15, Jane Five. And that is my, uh, that's my top picks and my bottom three. And, uh, that's, that's, that's the album y'all. back in business. EPMD, go give it a spin. Um, if I was, if you've never heard EPMD before, maybe this album isn't the one to start off with. I will say that. So, um, you know, by all means, I will be doing other, uh, album reviews on their other ones eventually, um. But some people, this is a really good album to start them off with, because some people don't like their like older, real older hip hop. So this is a nice, you know, newish for them. Obviously, it's old now, but uh, to where the sound is a little bit more updated that maybe people can get with. Uh, but if I was to tell you to start, I mean, you just start at the beginning with EPMD and work your way up, and you'll enjoy their whole discography. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, if you are an EPMD fan and you haven't listened to this album again, and maybe for a while, go back and listen to it. Uh, it's aged well and it's, it's, it was done very well. So on that note, make sure you click like, subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at bring the noise podcast. As always, I am your host straight the clipper and I'm Audi 5,000. Piggity wiggity peace <laughs> 1, 2, three.